Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, as you guys know, I'm Jeanette Abney, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as a business owner, a mother, a grandmother, and everything else. But today, I am coming on to talk to you as a woman. Now, I know that I didn't get a chance to post a lot of information out there on Facebook, nor did I get a chance to send it to a lot of the different groups. So hopefully, like I said, charge to my head, not to my heart, but this is a topic that even if you don't have the ability to listen to it live, I strongly suggest that you listen to it later on and share this information as it is very important because I'm going to be talking about a lot of women's issues. Now, this subject is very dear to my heart because I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I was calling about her birthday because she's going to be 60 years old. And I was like, oh, Lord, I remember when I was 14, 15, somebody talk about 60, I'll be like, Lord, that's just ancient. How you go just, but now my, my aunties, uncles, that's their age. Friends now are in their 60s. Heck, I'm almost being my dog on self. And Pastor Dan and Sale, happy birthday, because I saw on Facebook, it is your birthday. So we also know about that, but even though you're not a female, but we're talking about the topic. But we start talking about aging and aging gracefully. There's a lot of things that come along with the aging process that many of us, I want to say, either take for granted or we didn't pay any attention to. Now, as I was putting the show together, I wrote down something about Adam and Eve. And I remember hearing the story about Adam and Eve, and people were talking about um, young ladies and their menses and, and all of this stuff. And some parents still don't know how to talk to their children as it relates to starting their menstrual cycle. So this is something that, like I said, many of us are learning, know about, talk about, and some of us don't even know how to even engage in the conversation. So if you are a female, and I want to call some of the people that I know, I want to hear from Brenda Polidor. Sean, I hope you're out the hospital now. I don't know. Hopefully you are. Linda, I want to hear from you. Some name calling, Michelle, give me a call. Because like I said, as a woman, we really need to communicate with one another to find out what can we do, what's within our power, and that is some of the information that I'm going to be sharing as I am talking about today's topic. So if you want to join in on the conversation, give me a call, 516-387-1914, because I want to hear your thoughts. And if you are a male or a man, I want to hear what you got to say about this, too, because you have a mother, you have, may have daughters, sisters, cousins. I was watching the movie the other night with Jerome, and the woman pulled out her underwear and was bleeding and was on her men's side. And I asked the question, and he looked at me like, that's a dumb question. But it was interesting how a lot of men learned about that from their sisters or their mother. But what else do they know? Do they know about menopause? Do they know about other things that women go through? Now, I want to read what I posted on Facebook, or even not, not what I posted on Facebook, but what I posted on for today's show. And I said, being a, a woman is something that is different to individuals. However, it could mean being able to be powerful and assertive, yet kind at the same time. It means being compassionate and vulnerable towards those we love in our lives without feeling weak or doing so. And women are special for many reasons. They can also be the most assertive or the most sensitive, caring, maternal people in the world, and that is what also makes a woman unique because we are very unique. However, in order to continue to be such, one must take care of their health. Hey, Joanne Ferguson, thank you for watching. And when we talk about taking care of your health, are you taking care of your health? Many of us ignore a lot of symptoms. Now, women are often so busy taking care of others 
we forget to take care of ourselves. And there are several concerns that women deal with, so I would like you, again, to join in on the conversation if you want to join in on Facebook or call me if you have any questions. I am not a medical doctor, but I do have a lot of information that I want to share with women, especially as it relates to their health, whether it is their physical health, their mental health, their spiritual health, their relational health. We have a lot of different things that impact us in a lot of different ways, our emotional, that we don't even realize. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm also going to be talking about the, the top common health issues that women face today, as well as ways that a woman can stay healthy. So I hope my cousin Riri call in because a lot of this has to do with physical health too. And I'm also going to be talking about the causes of leading deaths that women experience. So let me share some of this information. I'm not going to continue to tag individuals, but I think I am going to call my cousin. I hope she answered the phone because why am I being full? It's not supposed to be full. I do not have no unheard voice messages. So I want to share this information, like I said, for a lot of different reasons, even myself, because as I am getting older, I'm noticing some things and some changes in my body. My feet be hurting, my head be hurting, everything. You know, it's like, really, I'm finding out that some symptoms that is similar to arthritis can also be similar to menopause. So a lot of times people are getting things confused. And some individuals, sometimes doctors don't even know what to even tell you. Riri is not answering the phone. She may be at work. Okay, can't say I didn't try. Okay, I'm going to leave her alone. So when I was doing this research and getting information about the top concerns for women's health, they indicated heart disease, number one. Heart disease. I remember being diagnosed with hypertension, high blood pressure, and placed on medications back in my 30s. I've been on hypertension medication for over 20-something years, almost 30 years. It's like, really? We get heart disease is a common concern for women. Breast cancer in October, we talk about breast cancer awareness. And other types of cancers, such as ovarian and cervical cancer. It's interesting. I remember being in my 20s, people were getting pap smears once a year. They're not giving you pap smears that often anymore. But individuals are still having difficulties as it relates to ovarian and cervical cancer. And it's interesting because I started off talking about menses and periods and, you know, menopause. I remember my ex-mother-in-law, before she passed, 80-something years old, her mother passed away when she was, I believe, 12, or 9 or 12, something like that. No, she was 5, sorry. She was 5 years old when her mother passed. So her father raised her. But the, the interesting part was she had her son late in life, even though she had two other children, but when her period came back, I remember asking her, what's going on? She said, baby, I thought my period came back. Your period ain't coming back in your 80s. She had cancer and didn't even know, had no idea. And that was one thing that let me make me realize how we are not really in tune to our health. Here this woman is 80-something years old, bleeding, thinking she had a period that came back. And it wasn't. Another one of the top concerns, depression and anxiety, as well as reproductive health issues. There are a lot of women that deal with reproductive health issues as far as being not able to have children, difficulties having children. You know, some individuals have had children, not vaginal, some by cesarean. So there's a lot of different things that we don't know about. Now, when we talk about, I looked up some information and I got the top ten most common health issues, physical activity and nutrition. You know, I thought I was going to be a brick house forever. <laughs> that was so not true. How you doing, John Reed? You know, with this 36, 24, 36, it left me a long time ago. Because I'm thinking, I ain't got to go to the gym. I ain't got to worry about all of that. The devil is a lie, because physical activity is important 
And it also can help reduce a lot of things like hypertension, breast cancer, diabetes. Now, some things is hereditary, so I'm not going to say that it's a cure for all, but it does help when we start talking about physical activity and nutrition. Today, instead of making me some bacon and eggs and cheese and all, I had oatmeal. It's 12 o'clock. I'm hungry as hell right about now. But I had oatmeal for breakfast and coffee, and I got to go there and eat some fruit. So I'm trying to, to work on some of this stuff because that's one of the number one or the top, one of the top health issues with women, physical activity, nutrition. We don't eat right. Yesterday, I was at a soul food restaurant that I was taking to in L.A. Lord, that food was so good. It was just really, but I couldn't, I didn't eat all my food. So I got my, my lunch, my, my, my red snapper, my red beans and rice and macaroni and cheese, and thank you for taking me to the restaurant. I appreciate it. So the second one is the overweight obesity. I share with individuals, and I don't really be trying to be funny, but I remember years ago when my doctor called me grossly obese, and I said, your mama. Yeah, I said to mama, I may be obese, but I ain't gross. But the thing is, we're not really taking into consideration what obesity means. It doesn't mean have a distorted body image or think that you're fat or call yourself names or put yourself down. Don't do that. Because women, we are wonderful and uniquely, we made. That's just who we are. I'm not made to be 120-something pounds. So when my doctor told me I was supposed to weigh 135 pounds, I said, um, no disrespect. But I weighed 120 when I was 12. So how am I going to get down to 130? You going to give me some bills? What you going to give me? He thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny because everything he told me not to eat, I already wasn't eating. But he didn't realize that just maybe just my genetic makeup. So, yeah, I do need to exercise, but I get what they call me grossly obese. Another one is tobacco. That's another common health issue. Smoking. My healthy. It's a bad habit. Some individuals are used to it. But and it's interesting how in our society, we're okay with men that smoke. But when a woman smokes, we're like, ugh, she smoke. She's a smoker. But if you realize it, you probably haven't paid any attention to it, your health insurance increases when you're a smoker. There's a lot of disadvantages to being a smoker, more disadvantages to, to advantages. Even when you go to the doctor, they want to know, do you smoke, do you drink? So the next one is substance abuse. Many women, it becomes a health issue when one uses or abuses substances. Alcohol can do a lot of damage to your body, whether you realize it or not. Some individuals drink because they're bored. Some individuals drink to celebrate. We got the holidays coming up. We got the Christmas parties coming up. We got the... Uh, what they call it, Friendsgiving, where people are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving, even with friends before they celebrate with their family. So we got to be mindful of substance abuse because there's a difference between use and abuse, but that is one of the top ten most common health issues is substance abuse. Then we have HIV-AIDS. Many individuals think, mm, that's taboo. No, it's there are still individuals, even in college, that seem positive for HIV as well as herpes. So sexually transmitted diseases is another common health issue amongst women. When I was a teenager growing up, people thought that individuals were good girls. They were the cheerleaders. They were doing it more than a, the homely girls were in most cases or the people we thought were fast. But we got to be mindful that, these things still exist when we talk about sexually transmitted diseases, as well as another common health issue, mental health. Mental health is real. And a lot of women suffer in silence when it comes to depression, anxiety. More women than you think have been, are dealing with PTSD. That is post-traumatic stress disorder. It can come from being a victim of a crime. It can come from being in a toxic relationship. It can come from childhood trauma. But these are things that we as women, we need to pay attention to is our mental health. 
there are more women than you may think that are basically diagnosed with bipolar disorder. People may say, oh, she's just in a bad mood. No, she may be bipolar. She may have a borderline personality disorder. She may have schizophrenia. These are things that are taboo, but for years, many individuals have either ignored it, didn't know anything about it, didn't pay it any attention. As a therapist, when I am working with my clients and I do the psychosocial history, I inquire about these things. Because sometimes when children are raised in a home with substance abuse or substance use or a parent that has a mental health issue, it can have an impact on the way they view the world, the way they view themselves, and the way they react to conflict or other certain situations. So mental health, women, we got to do better when it comes to that. Another one is injury and violence. That was among the common health issues, hurting ourselves or being a victim or perpetrating violence. Then we have environmental quality. Some individuals may live in environments. I was watching a movie the other day where this family was living in an environment where someone exposed them and then family alcohol cancer. You know, living in certain toxic environments. We don't even pay that any attention, but that can be a health issue. I remember, I'm trying to think of a movie that was out years ago, and the lady, I know she played a pretty woman, but she played in the movie where I guess the, the person where they was living, something was going on in the environment, in the air. But we got to be mindful of that. Then we got immunization. That's a whole topic within itself. And I'm not talking about the flu shots. I'm not talking about being vaccinated with COVID. I'm not talking about, I mean, the uh, COVID. I'm not talking about that. Just regular immunization. <sighs> there was a time where they had girls doing the um, HPV. They were telling us we, we needed to have our hepatitis shots. We needed to, some did, some didn't. That caused some problems with some women. Another one is access to health care. A lot of women are not getting the help that they need due to lack of access to health care. Now, when I get off of this air, I'm calling Kaiser. Because me and Kaiser, we're going to have some conversation because I appreciate the way I've been getting treated. That is so not cool. And I don't know if they thought that I was just going to be defiant or if I, but I was given medication for I said that I was having arthritis and pains in my hands and my wrists, and then I started having problems in my feet, and I found out they gave me a chemotherapy medication. Then they told me I asked for prednisone because it was hurting. I knew prednisone was going to work, but then I got so late with the prednisone. They ain't going to call me and ask me, well, Miss Abdi, do you want some more prednisone? Heck no, I don't want no more prednisone. I got to get this weight off of me. So the point that I'm trying to make is when we start talking about access to health care, part of it is can we even trust our health care system? I understand that individuals get kickbacks from prescribing medications. I get that. But we really have to advocate for ourselves when it comes to our health care. When I looked that stuff up and it was like um, can affect your kidneys, can make your hair fall out, can you let me take my hair down and my, my hair starts falling out. We're going to have some problems. We're really going to have some problems. So I would write a letter in a heartbeat. You know, so my point is when you're given medication, make sure you look it up. Make sure you consult with someone. Even when they give you a bad report, don't just take it as fast. Here it is. I've had two biopsies in one year. And the second time I had to buy it, they gave me a $6,000 bill. And then said they pushed the wrong button. It was like, Mm-mm. no, we, we ain't doing all that. Y'all done picked the wrong person. So i got some stuff that I need to deal with as we talk about the health care system and having access. Years ago, individuals, I remember growing up in Thompson. We had Martin Luther King down the street, but not too many people went to Martin Luther King Hospital. Or we had our own little private doctor, but... Many of us didn't even go to a doctor. And I want to share this. This is crazy. I was telling someone the other day when my feet were swelling, it was hurt. 
I mean, my ankles were swelling, my feet were swelling, and like I said, that is all a part of also, it can be part of heart disease. I just saw that when I was doing this information for the show. But my mother came to me in a dream and told me to put an onion on my foot. Damn, put an onion on my foot for her. I Googled, can onions reduce inflammation? Yes, it can. I put the onion on my foot and put a socko and went to sleep. My right foot has not been swollen since. So I'm canceling my appointment with the podiatrist because he couldn't help me. He didn't know what to say when he saw my foot all swollen. But I put a onion on my foot and the inflammation went. So, like I said, we're going to have to start doing things a little differently and taking care of ourselves because if we don't, how are we going to give other people, how are we going to nurture other people? I tell people, I tell my, my grandson, I can't wait till you get 50. When you turn 50, my daughter told me, Mom, when Ryder turns 50, you know you're going to be 100. I don't care. I just want to see him at 50. So I can talk to him like the way he be trying to talk to me sometimes. So I want to share some information as we're talking about these things and the biggest cause of death in the United States. Number one, heart disease. 20.6% of women have died of heart disease. Number two, cancer. 17.8% of women have died of cancer. Number three was COVID-19. 10.4% of women have died from COVID. That was another thing that pissed me off about that medication. It suppressed your immune system. If I already have lupus, if I already got hypertension, why are you trying to suppress my immune system and I'm not vaccinated? That's setting me up for COVID. So, mm-mm, I don't know if I could trust you. So, COVID is another one. And now the fourth one is accident. 5.9% of women die of an accident. It could be a car accident. It could be accidental overdose. It could be... I'm a victim of crime, but it's some form of accident. So we want to make sure that we're living longer. We want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Now, as I'm sharing this information, and I talked about the top ten most common health issues, I shared in regards to the top concerns for women's health. I also want, and I talked about the biggest cause of death, Again, if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, like I said, I'm a therapist, so I can talk about the mental health part. I'm not a doctor. However, I know BS when I smell it or when I hear it. (laughs) So, again, don't be afraid. Don't operate in fear. Get a second opinion, but make sure you take care of yourself. And one of the things that I didn't even talk about as I was talking about mental health, physical health, spiritual health, are dental hygiene. Go to the dentist. I can't stand a dentist because I don't like the sound. I don't like the smell. But a lot of things can be prevented if we even took care of our mouth. Our dental hygiene. You know, gingivitis. We got people that have cavities. I know individuals that have had infections in their gums and didn't take care of their mouth, that can kill you. It really can. So, like I said, let's take care of ourselves. Now, I want to share some information. First, I want to find some information in regard to what a woman needs in her life. Kindness, patience, understanding, empathy, and compassion. So, as a woman, these things will help us to be able to thrive. By being kind, you got to be kind to yourself. you got to be a little patient with yourself. Understanding. Sometimes we fear what we don't understand. Empathy. There's a difference between empathy and sympathy. Empathy is saying, I know what it's like to be in your shoes. Sympathy is like offering your condolences. And having compassion. When I'm talking to other women, even in therapy, I will address some of the underlying issues of some of the things that they may be going through. And also engaging in self-care, meaning being kind to yourself. So those are some of the things that most women need in their life. I'm not saying all, 
because I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. Because if I start speaking for myself, I'm going to say I need some food in my life. Now, I want to share some tips in regards to living a happier and healthy life. Now, some of these tips, you may think, wow, well, how can I? Well, you know what, Jeanette, this is something that I have a problem with. I don't know how to stop this. I don't know what to do with myself. Number one, stop negative thinking. That negative thinking can increase your anxiety. It can increase your stress. It can lead to more to you be with your hypertension. It can also lead to depression and bad relation, unhealthy toxic relationships. So again, stop negative thinking. One of the ways to stop negative thinking is to practice positive affirmation. Say something good about yourself. Set goals for yourself. These are some of the things that we can do to stop negative thinking. Another thing is stop comparing yourself to other people. Women, we become so competitive at times. First of all, we don't even know how to take compliments sometimes. We don't even know how to give a person a compliment. But stop comparing yourself. We be all on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hate no other women. Stop that. You don't know what that woman is, has been through, that is going through. A lot of times I tell individuals I roll out of bed to do therapy. And I'll be doing, and I'll be talking to people from 9 o'clock in the morning to sometimes almost 8 o'clock at night, and now it's time for me to just get back in the bed. And I'm like, but don't compare, because you don't even know what I go through on a day-to-day basis, let alone what your other sister may be going through. So, again, let's stop comparing ourselves to other people. The third one, don't be a victim. Yes. Things have happened in most people's lives, good and bad. However, if you see yourself as a victim, you're going to react as a victim. If you see yourself as a survivor, you're going to do more to survive and stay in that mode. Now, I'm going to also say this. There are a lot of women that engage in survivor's mode. That's not always necessary because you've got to find that balance. You really got to find that balance because you don't want to be in survivor's mode 24-7 because that's like being in fight, flight, or freeze because you're so busy trying to survive, people stop living. Another one, don't be a people pleaser. He who pleases everyone will please no one. A lot of times as a woman, we're so used to being care providers. We're so used to nurturing We're so used to taking care of other people. We're so busy trying to make other people happy till we deny and neglect our own happiness. So meet a person. You can have compassion for another individual, but being a people pleaser is not going to do anything but disappoint you, upset you. So that's another thing to work on. Don't be a people pleaser. Another one, start loving yourself. That's another way of living a happier and healthier life. Love you. Be your number one cheerleader. Take care of you. So when you love yourself, you're actually teaching individuals how to love you by demonstrating what you need, what you are willing to accept, and what you're not willing to accept by setting boundaries. Start loving yourself and be yourself. Be authentic. Just be authentic. I want to say yesterday was really a funny day. It really was because yesterday was my um, my rest day. I was trying to to rest. Okay. Um, it was my rest day, and I mean I was rested. My batteries, my phones wasn't working, my chargers, I don't know what was going on, but I guess that was God's way of saying, you go shut it down. 
I couldn't even charge the phone yesterday. It just was not working. I don't know. Now that we got these iPhones 15s and mine is 14s or 12s or whatever, it ain't working like it used to. So can't be mad at it. But it was crazy because I was in my pajamas practically all day yesterday. Then Mr. wants to go and get some gas and dump, and I'm trying to lay in the bed, and I'm, that was a whole. But I thank God that I did put clothes on because we would have been at the doggo gas. But he was laughing at me because I didn't get dressed. I only got dressed because I saw a big old lotto sign, you know, to go buy me a lotto ticket. But be yourself. Being authentic. When you are true to yourself and you're not faking it to make it or you're not, you know, trying to, like I said, be a people pleaser, but just be yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that individuals will accept you for who you are because, really, I had no business walking around being in my pajamas all day. But by the time we made it back, it was dark. I said, dang it, I would have still been in my pajamas and it's dark again. <laughs> but I needed that rest. I needed that just lay down and watch movies. I just, I needed that. But be yourself and stop trying to be someone you're not. Because many women wear so many hats till we become imposters, we impersonate, we be you. Just be you. Whether it's a wife, whether it's a mother, whether it's a girlfriend, whether it's a sister, whether it's be you. Just be you. Another one is care for yourself. Take care of yourself. A lot of times we neglect to take care of ourselves. I told uh, Gerald, I said, uh-oh, you should go get on me because my, my hair's starting to recede a little bit again. So I, I, I've to call Jelena and be like, uh, I, need, I need my hair done again. I'm trying to wait to Christmas. But I don't think I'm going to make it towards Christmas, so I've got to get my hair done. But take care of yourself, whether it's your physical, whether it's your hair, your skin. Take care of yourself. Don't let yourself go. Another one, don't strive for perfection. Nobody is perfect, and you don't have to be perfect either. But do the best you can. But don't strive for perfection. Because if you strive for perfection, again, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be upset with yourself. And that's not a good way to live. And also, concentrate on your strengths, not your weaknesses. When you concentrate on your strengths, it's like building a muscle, like going to the gym. You're working on what you know you're good at, not on focusing on what people say you're not good at or what you down yourself for. Now, I was wrong today because I put this information out way too late, and I shouldn't have done that, but I did. Because, again, I had to see clients. I didn't get home too early this morning. I'm running around like a chick with my head cut off. I just did the video and just like, okay, whatever. Not that I don't care about the work that I do, but I do need to be better with time management. And I'm not going to focus on it as a weakness because I'm still sharing the information because that's what's most important is that this information is getting out. So, again, don't beat yourself up about what you're not good at. Concentrate on what you are good at. And also, stay focused on the present moment. It's great to have goals. It's great to aspire to do something different but you still got to stay focused on the present. What's going on now? Also knowing what's within your control as far as what is not within your control. Now, I want to share some information again. And, again, if you want to call in, give me a call at 516-387-1914 because I do want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear some of your concerns. I want to hear, you know, like I said, I'm at the age of the menopause thing now. And I'm not having no hot flashes. I'm not having my hair fall out. I'm not having – but then there's other things that are going on with my body that I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, not being able to move my hands sometimes, my feet swelling up. But sometimes i got to call Mother's Tales. i got to call Mother Parks. i got to call my auntie Samantha. I mean, that's what I got. This is what's going on. And try to get some feedback from her. 
So we really need to start connecting with other women and starting like a sister circle and talking to other individuals, even if it's dealing with relationships, even parenting, meaning what can I do or how can I help other women who are going through some things? You know, my mother used to say, been there, there, done that, got my T-shirt. As a therapist, it's interesting, and I enjoy working on or talking to individuals as it relates to relationships. Because I tell individuals, I used to say, ooh, I can't wait for my son to turn 18. Boy, when he turned 18, but lo, when he turned 18, oh, kind of stuff was happening. Because I used to hear my mother say, once you guys become an adult, like her job was done. You only just begun. Because now you've got to learn how to parent an adult child. That is not easy, but it's doable. Because once you learn to handle what's within your control and what's not within your control, one thing I was telling the woman earlier, I ain't going to let my kids drive me crazy or run me ugly and make me, mm-mm, I'm not going to be stressing myself out. I already got hypertension. So why am I going to make it even worse by worrying and driving myself crazy over adult children or grandkids? So, again, these are some of the things that we have to learn how to collaborate with other women that may be going through some things. I was a grandmother at 36, and I know that there are grandmothers now that probably were younger than me, but at 36, I don't know about being a grandmother. But by that same token, I did the very best I could, and I'm not a guilty grandparent because I did everything that was within my power. And to this day, I still do. But there are some individuals that feel like they're being manipulated or they feel like they are these kids are entitled. You got adult kids still living at home with their parents. I tell my son, you are not going to stress me out. When you leave wherever you're living, you better make sure you're moving into your own place because you ain't coming over here. So these are some of the things that, as we're talking about as a woman and aging, stress. Stress is a killer. There's good stress and there's Bad stress. But don't let your kids, your grandkids in these relationships or these jobs stress you out. Something else I want to talk about in regards to a um, woman's health, employment. A lot of women that are in their 50s and 60s are still in the work environment, in the workplace. Thank God I work for myself, I own my own company, but I retired at, what, 30-something, 33 when I retired? But I retired at a very, very young age, and that's not good and that's not bad, but it, that was just my life. But then I had to focus on being self-employed, being a businesswoman, and I'm very grateful. I don't take anything for granted, but I went through hell and high waters in order to be to work where I'm at these days. But by that same token, if you are within the workplace or the field, are you working because you financially have to work? Are you working not to be bored? Are you working because you sure don't want to stay at home with no grandkids? Because I don't want to stay with no grandkids. But if you're working, make the best of it. But also maintain and minimize your stress. There have been individuals that have died at work, had a heart attack at work because they stressed themselves out so bad. I remember I had a friend. He said his wife had went, didn't work for years. When she finally got a job, she went to go take the trash out. They was wondering where she was at. She was found by the trash can dead. Died. Had a heart attack. So these are some of the things that we got to take care of. Now, if you are working, some employers offer what's called EAP, which is the Employee Assistance Program. Utilize that service because that service is good for you, your dependents, and, you're, and it covers non-medical concerns, whether it's relational, whether it's stress, whether it's anger management. It covers things that your medical insurance don't cover because a lot of times I get calls from individuals wanting couples counseling, but it doesn't meet medical necessity. And, I mean, couples counseling is expensive. Some individuals can pay anywhere from 150 to $400 per session. But if your employer offers EAP, make sure you utilize it. If you're in the military, active duty, they have military family life counselors or they have um, through, yeah, military family life or through military one source. You can also get counseling that way. Counseling can help educate, provide resources, 
try to help you go in the right direction so that you're not being succumbed by, you know, your medical conditions or your mental health or relational issues and things of that nature. I said something about spiritual health. Spiritual health is important because, you know, some individuals are believers and some individuals are not believers. You don't have to be religious to be spiritual, but you've got to have some kind of balance in your life because without that balance, you can be all over the place, which can impact your mental health and your physical health. So find someone that you are connected to. I love talking to our church mothers. I love talking to mothers of the church, individuals. I like my, my church family because as a woman, we're able to communicate and talk to each other about some things that you may not be able to talk to your biological sister about, or you might not want to share with someone in your family. So sometimes that spiritual help is something that can give you fuel and feed you. Even if I can't make it to church, I will listen to me some T.D. Jake or listen to me some Jamal Bryant or listen to me some gospel music. Those are ways that I feed myself to make sure that I'm okay spiritually when I'm going through some things. So it works for me. I'm not trying to force it down your throat, but you got to find out what's going to work for you. Now, I want to get into some things individuals might say, well, you know what, Jeanette, I'm okay. I don't have no problem. Hmm, really? I looked up some information, and it talked about eight signs that your health is okay. And it says, regardless of your weight. See, we're so busy looking at what a person weighs to determine if they're healthy or not. They can be overweight and still be healthy. They can be over- People have asked me, you don't have high cholesterol? No, I don't. I don't have high cholesterol. You don't know. I was hiding from a colonoscopy. Boy, no people, I missed like three appointments, but I finally got it done. But I said I felt like I was being violated even though I didn't feel nothing. But they talked about eight signs your health is okay regardless of your weight. You eat a nutritious diet full of whole foods. Your diet is important. I never realized when I got older I can't be eating the french fries and the hot wings and the pizza. We went to the movies to go see Wakanda on Friday. Lord, I wanted church chicken. I wanted pizza. I wanted all the stuff I knew I had no business eating. Fried okra. Thomas, Thomas, up. But I still wanted it. But we got to eat a nutritious diet full of whole foods, fruits, vegetables, very important. Another thing, you know when to indulge. You got to know when you can do this and when you can't do this. Another one, your bowel movements are regular. A lot of individuals don't know that if you are not having regular bowel movements or something, check your bowel. That's another way. I talked about your mouth. Your mouth is one way to determine if you're healthy and know what's going on. Your blood is another way to determine if you're healthy and what's going on. If you're constipated, if you got diarrhea, the color of your stool, all of that stuff is important, and it gives the doctors information in regard to what's going on with your health. I like cheese. Lord, I've been eating cheese all my life. I love like a little stuff right. But I still take fiber. I drink me some Metamucil every morning or I'll take me a fiber pill, because sometimes we need to do these things just to help make sure that our bowels are moving regularly, because if not, you will be full of SHID, and it will affect you and impact your health. So that's another thing. And also, you move your body regularly. Walking. I said tonight, before you get done, I'm going to go get cocoa, and we got to go for a walk. Now, now my foot not swollen, but you got to move your body regularly. My daughter gets on me all the time because I'm sitting down all day talking to people. Every now and then I got to stand up, stretch, go in there and ride my stationary bike. I got to move. I got I got this little this little gidget gadget I can show you on Facebook, but, you know, I can move my arms around as I'm talking to individuals, but you got to move. Also, besides your bowel, your urine. Pay attention to your urine. If your urine is a certain color or if your urine has a certain 
older or if you're you pay attention to that. That was how I knew that my ex mother in law was sick. I'll never forget. I took her to go see her somewhere and I went in the bathroom behind her and I called him. Well, no, he called me and I said, you know what? Something's going on with your mother. He was like, how you know? Her urine. I could tell. I could smell it. I could... And sure enough, she had cancer. So these are things, like I said, we got to make sure we don't take for granted. Now, some individuals think if your urine is too clear that it's something wrong. Not necessarily, you know, but you do got to pay attention to your urine. And another thing is you can tell if you're okay, you sleep better. You sleep soundly. Many individuals, when your health is not right, your sleep ain't going to be right. Another thing, many of us suffer from sleep apnea. I say suffer, but we deal with sleep apnea. If you are snoring, stop breathing in your sleep, go get that checked out. People are dying from things of that nature. But sleep apnea is real. I've had a sleep apnea machine for over 20 years. The first time I'll never forget, I'm sleeping like Dark Vader. My son came in here, oh, you okay? <laughs> I'm like, get that on, get away from me. But the thing is, that machine will have to save my life. So you need to make sure that your snoring isn't something that is causing obstructions in your throat, in your airways. Some individuals think it's just okay. But a lot of individuals are been diagnosed with sleep apnea. So your sleep. Another thing is, you don't get sick regularly or constantly. Now, I'm not one that gets sick. I know. And that was another thing that pissed me off about this medication. It's how you go suppress my immune system when I'm taking stuff to improve and increase and better my immune system. You're making me go backwards. So vitamins, but don't take too many vitamins. And if you are on a prescription drug, talk your doctor about the vitamins and the herbs that you're taking because you don't want it to counteract something. When this lady gave me this medication and told me to go get a prescription for folic acid, she did not tell me, do not take the same day you take the medicine. I found that out on the Internet. It said, important, do not take this the same day. This woman could have killed me. But now I know, and I can't wait till my next appointment so I can go see this lady. So a lot of times, like I said, these are things that you got to look up and you got to look into, especially to make sure that it don't lessen what you're taking. And, I, I mean, I had a doctor, my rheumatologist, years ago. He told me a long time ago, people don't die from certain illnesses. They die from complications from medications. Please be mindful of your medication. Be very mindful. You know, if you are if you are on high blood pressure medication, it's certain things you're not supposed to be taking. Eating, even grapefruit, you know, citrus, cold certain cold medicines. So we gotta make sure that we are educating ourselves about these things. This is a part of our overall health that we're ignoring. We're not even paying any attention to. So getting sick constantly. And another one is you feel emotionally healthy and resilient. Now, sometimes, yeah, I feel resilient, but sometimes I know I want to go sit my butt down. If I'm taking on way too much, I go take a nap. It's like being in elementary, I mean, uh, in preschool. Best part of the day was going to sleep. Even in my season years, when Janet gets tired, Janet going to sleep. I'm going to take me a nap. So those are some of the things that you can do. Now, I want to give some information about five ways to stay healthy. And, again, if you want to pick my brain, if you want to call in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914. I know I only have 10 minutes left on the air, but I do want to hear what your thoughts are, whether it's regarding your mother, whether it's regarding your siblings, your sisters, your, your, your cousins, your daughter, because a lot of individuals, they don't know. You've got men that are raising daughters and are not aware of women's health issues. So I want to talk to you about some of these things because they're very concerning. Now, one of the things it talks about is five ways to stay healthy is, again, find workouts you like. 
and make them a part of your daily routine. I enjoy playing softball. I really do, but I'm only going to play first base. And I don't want to run one. But by that same token, I know that's what I like. I like riding my stationary bike. So I'll go in there in my little exercise room, and I'll ride my stationary bike. I'll try to lift weights. I'll try to do certain things. That's what I was talking about, my little ton of machines. This is what I was talking about. Ah, I'm trying to grab it so I can show you Facebook individuals. This is something that you can use. You know, my hands start hurting. I start using it on my hand or using it on my feet to move my feet. But there are certain things that we can do to be active even when we're working. You know, these are things that if you have, if you have a job and you have a sit-down job, you can put that at your desk and use that. I got a little squeeze ball that I use to squeeze my, my hand and help with my arthritis or my little massagers. So my hands start hurting, I can squeeze my little squeeze ball or, you know, throw it back and forth. So these are things that I do to exercise even when I'm just sitting still and I'm working. I try to make sure that I'm staying physically fit and working out and helping with my joints and all of that stuff. Another one is get screened for diseases regularly. Preventive, prevention, mammograms, pap smears, blood pressure check, blood work. All of that stuff is important to make sure that you can catch these things early, especially if you have a family history of now, I know a lot of us don't know much about our family. I know some individuals have been adopted. I know that some individuals, um, their parents, they may have lost their parents at a very young age. I get that. But you can now have the ability to just go take care of you. Make sure that you connect yourself with a doctor, and a doctor that you can trust. Like I said, the reason why I really liked my um, rheumatologist, his name was Howard K., and I know he retired. But the thing is, he was very honest with me. If he didn't know, he would just straight up be like, I don't know. And we would sit there and we would talk and we would talk about other things because he was more focused to try to help with mental health, what's going on in my life, and wasn't just quick to just say, here, you need to take this for lupus. Because now, 40-some years later, I had the doctor tell me the other day that maybe you don't have lupus. Really? They told me that freaking 42 years ago, and now you're going to tell me no? Who lying here? Something that making no sense. So, again, make sure you get screened regularly for different things so that if something comes up, so if you start feeling a certain way, and I know that especially as an African-American woman, many individuals think that we are hypochondriac. They think that we're making stuff up or we are dramatizing things. Now, we're being overly dramatic. I remember when my grandmother used to talk about arthritis. I said, arthritis can't be all that bad. You saw my face when I said, Who? Lord, I owe my grandmother an apology. <laughs> the arthritis ain't no joke. But the funny part is, I had arthritis for five years before I even knew I had arthritis because I didn't even check my email. <laughs> so these are things, like I said, I was told it, but I didn't know it because I didn't check my email. So another thing is get screened regularly for diseases and make sure that you are okay. And get enough sleep. When you're young and you want to party and you want to be up and function on two to four hours of sleep, yeah, it seemed like it was okay. When you was in college, but when you hit your 40s and your 50s, you need to get you some rest. I used to have older individuals, older women tell me, baby, go in and go sleep. I said, like, how are you supposed to tell me I need to go to sleep? Do I look that bad? I would go get my nails done. And the lady, I miss her so much. But I would go get my nails done. Before she would do my nails, she knew I would take time out of my day just to go get my manicure and my pedicure. She'd tell me, go in there and go sleep. I'll be obedient. Okay, fine. i just go in there and go sleep. And then she'll come and wake me up, and then she'll do my nails, and she'll do my feet. But you got to get enough sleep. I was working, 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 and didn't realize the toll that it was taking on my body that other people would it, or my um, my ex-husband would say sometimes I would come home, get in the bed, and just drop, just pass out. I'd be so tired, I'd just go to sleep. So you don't want to just do that. You want to make sure you get enough sleep, but you don't want to work until you're about ready to pass out. So get enough sleep, and also make time for you. 
remember, you are important and you're valuable and you're priceless. Make sure that you make time for you. If it's something that you want to do, something you want to place, you want to go, something you want to try, something, you know, a lot of us don't even realize we talk about our health, our vacation. Even if your vacation, staycation is staying in your room and staying at home and being in the oasis of your backyard and your bathtub, so be it. But make time for you. We're so busy as a woman taking care of other people. We don't take care of ourselves. And pay attention to what you eat. When I was leaving top this, I thought Louis Burgers was kind of taped off. I don't know what happened, but I should have wanted me some chili cheese fries. I really did. But you got to pay attention to what you eat. Like I said, a lot of that stuff that I used to eat when I was a teenager, a young adult, I can't eat that stuff no more. If you, another thing I want to say about you eat is we have to be mindful as we age as women. you got to eat before a certain time. You can't be eating like that at, at 9, 10 o'clock at night and go to bed. That's going to tear your whole digestive system up. So not only do we have to be mindful of what we eat, we also have to be reminded of when to eat and when not to eat. So if it's late at night and you want a Scooby snack, eat some fruit, eat some nuts, eat something that's not going to tear your stomach up and stay away from cheese because cheese ain't good for you. It's good, but it ain't good for you. So these are things that we have to do again. Like I said, pay attention to what you're eating and pay attention to when to eat. Now, I didn't get nobody calling in, but I see people logging in on Facebook. I do want to, I should call my auntie. I don't know what I do about other phones. Ask my auntie if she's working, if she have any questions as it relates to women's health issues because um, it is one of those topics, like I said, I tried to reach my cousin who is a, I call her a fitness guru because she's into fitness, and she's good with exercising and having individuals eat healthy, even though she don't eat meat and is a vegan. And that'd be kind of complicated for me because I've been working on that. But let me see if I can reach my auntie and see if she answered her phone. I don't know like, why you put me on air. Hopefully she ain't watching me on Facebook because then she'll know I'm calling. But I do want to hear some feedback from someone in regards to women's health. You know, answer another phone. Uh-oh. Hey, Nancy. Nancy said just worked until 4 a.m. and woke up now. Nancy, you can still call me in, Nancy, because I do want to know what your take is as it relates to women's health. And um, she's not answering her phone either. So I do want to know if anybody have any questions, because like I said, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, relationship health. And I want to say this. I want to speak a little bit about relationships. Relationships is very important in communication as well as trust issues. But if you are in an unhealthy, toxic relationship, it can definitely have an impact on your health because it can increase your anxiety by having you to be stressing a lot. So you've got to make sure, let me see, Nancy's calling me. Okay, Nancy, you calling on my phone versus the show. I, I, don't, I don't have the... Uh, no problem. I put the phone my next to you. My telephone broke again, my other telephone that I had prior to this, and I had all my information on this. Okay. Well, today's topic has to do with women's health. And I know I've been knowing you for a while, and you've been knowing me, so you watch me go through some changes with my health. You watch me as I age. But what are some questions that you may have as it relates to women's health? Because this is something that we don't talk about a lot, not even to uh, other women, because we don't want them to know. We go get Botox, we go do this, we go do, we try to hide our age. We don't want nobody to see our wrinkles. We don't. We got to age gracefully, but our health is important. Well, one thing that what comes to my mind is like when uh, us females have to start doing our Mm-hmm. And the first time you go in there, you deal with fear. Mm-hmm. And then when I had went in there 
to go um to go get my one of my mammograms in twenty twelve. I was I was so mad and I wasn't blaming God but I was mad. Mm-hmm. Because I kept on getting lumps I, I kept on getting bumps inside my in my breast and I was like, you know my mission was okay, so I can't get my kids back, why don't you just take them home God? Mm-hmm. And um, that wasn't in his plans at all. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a victim. I'm not. I uh, I'm a warrior that won a battle that that many people lost, and mm-hmm. yet God still chose me to stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, the more, most important thing to do is. Try to keep your stress levels down while you're going through medical procedures. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting you said that about the mammogram, girl. Every time I go in there, I get mad because that thing is cold. I don't like them squeezing on my breast. I said, what if I had little bitty breasts? Then what would you do? Y'all need to find a better way to get this doggone thing. But you know what I learned when I sat on a panel for breast cancer awareness? There's different images that is needed for different people whether it's 3D, whether it's whatever the case may be. And sometimes doctors can make mistakes because I had it recently. I had two um, biopsies, but really in three separate places in one year. I'm like, really? And you going to send me a $6,000 bill? I'm so mad at Kylie right about now. So after I get finished this show, i got to give them a call because they sent me another bill. So I haven't opened it yet because I'm very upset about that. So a lot of times fear does kick in, but you gotta take care of your health. You gotta take care of your teeth. You gotta take care of your skin. You gotta take care of your mind, your mind, your body, your soul. All of that is very important. And also, we have to stop comparing ourselves to other women. You know, I ain't never had no work done on my face. I saw a woman. We was in at um, Church of Chicken in the drive-through. A woman was knocking on the window, and her lips looked like she had Botox gone bad. But I know she, something was wrong. Something, she was sick, she had an infection in her mouth. And it was spooky. It was really scary. But, you know, you got individuals that try to get a lot of work done, and sometimes that stuff goes bad. So we got to, like I said. In the long run, it's not worth it, ladies. It's not worth getting all... God puts you on this planet the way you are. Accept your body for who, what it is. You can't, you can't, you can't cut. You can't manipulate it. You, the only thing that you're calling to your body is cancer, mm-hmm. and cancer runs in my family. Mm-hmm. And I, it took me a long time to love my body for what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to hate myself. I used to. You know, I, I I went as far as cutting cutting on myself, and I when my uncle, um, she got diagnosed probably a day after I had got diagnosed with breast cancer, mm-hmm. and um, being Native American, um, from my tribe, you somebody can take your place for you. Well, he took my place for me. Mm. He he died of breast cancer. The cancer died that day. The doctor was when I went in for um, an operation December of 2018. Mm-hmm. They had to take 42 tumors out of me, mm. out of my breast, a total. Um, so that'd be 21 on the left side and 21 on the right, and. They successfully removed it. I didn't have to go through chemotherapy. I didn't have to go through um, radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, I went the holistic route, mm-hmm. uh, not not marijuana. I'm talking about going to a, a, a holistic doctor and having them put me on a regimen of, um, uh, you know, like God-given herbs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about to do now, Nancy. And I know we're running out of show. I mean, running out of time. But I need you to send me some information if you have a number of a holistic doctor. Because I'm not going to let these people kill me. Like I said, I was complaining about arthritis. 
Found out the person gave me some chemotherapy medicine. Girl, my I've been using the bathroom so much. I just had a liver, no, a kidney test done. So I got to make sure my kidneys are okay because I be peeing like crazy. And so, but the thing is, the medicine is a side effect. So, like I said, we got to take care of ourselves. Stay positive. Stay positive. Because your mental can also control some of the other stuff that's going on with your body. Now, I want to thank you for joining in, tuning in. I know I didn't send the information out like I was supposed to, but it's every month, every every week, rather. But tomorrow I want to talk about trust and if trust has been broken. Because a lot of individuals, we deal with stress. We deal with we're holding on to things. We don't know who to trust, why we should trust. We don't know to trust ourselves. So I want to talk about trust issues because I'm finding that a lot of individuals are battling unresolved trust issues. So I'll be talking about that tomorrow, and I'm going to change the time. I'm not going to say 11.30. I'm just going to do it at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock makes it easier. So tomorrow at 12, we will be talking about trust issues at First Super Dickman's Blog Talk Radio. Nancy, thank you for joining, and I appreciate you. Let me get ready for this 1 o'clock appointment. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.